Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for today's Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show, just a single story long, just a few minutes long, in case you've only got a few minutes and you want to fill them with some great storytelling. And we've got some for you today. Of course, we bring you a few of these bites each week in preparation for our Thursday full hour-long episode drop. That hour is filled with stories for you and your family. And you're not going to want to miss this Thursday's episode. A visit from Tim Lowry, the wonderful South Carolina. Carolina storyteller, visit us in the Appleseed studio to tell a tall tale, a tall tale that strains believability to the point of breaking, and it'll tickle your funny bone in the process. Join us, won't you? In the meantime, I'm thrilled to be joined in the studio by Carly Robison. Carly, it's great to have you with me. I'm happy to be here. Uh, Tell us what we're going to hear in today's Appleseed Bite. Yeah, today we're going to hear from Donna Washington. And we're going to hear a story called The Wise King, the Cook, and the Farmer. <laughs> and set this story up for us. I, I think about those characters and I'm not, all kinds of tantalizing possibilities, right? Oh, yeah. So just as the title says, we will have a wise king. <laughs> and he's great. And uh, when there's some trouble in his kingdom with a cook and a farmer, <laughs> he has to make a choice. And there's a point when he does something really unexpected, so definitely keep an eye out for that. But I want to talk to you a little bit more after we hear the story about what you would have done, Sam, in the king's place. (laughs) Okay, great. I'll be prepared. The Wise King, the Cook, and the Farmer, told for you by Donna Washington here on The Appleseed. There was once a king who was very, very wise. He was so wise, in fact, that scholars from all over the land came to live in his kingdom just to study his wisdom. He was also very fair, and because he was so fair, poor people from all over the land came to live in his country because they knew that if they got in trouble, the king would not look down on them because they were poor. Because there were so many people living in the kingdom, merchants from all over came to live in the kingdom. Pretty soon there were not enough shops to go around, and many of the merchants had to sell their wares out of carts. One of the merchants was a cook, and he made the most wonderful stew. It was so wonderful, in fact, that people used to follow him through the streets, hoping that they would get hungry so that they could buy a bowl. In this kingdom there was also a farmer, a very, very poor man. He worked all year with his crops, And when he had sold everything he had grown, he always had just enough money to buy shoe leather for his children, a nice present for his wife, and a loaf of bread. One year, after working very, very hard, he had five copper pennies. He took them into the town, which was a good two days' walk. When he got there, oh, he was very, very tired. His wife had given him a loaf of bread before he left, and he'd been chewing on it the entire time he'd been walking. When he finally got to the town, he had only the crust left. As he walked through the town, looking at all the people, he suddenly smelt a wonderful smell. Oh, it was so wonderful. He followed his nose. Oh, mmm into a great big square where there were people lounging everywhere, and in the middle of it all, there was a little man standing behind a cart. The little man had a pinched face, pinched eyes, and a little pinched mouth. 
He was snapping at the people around him, and he was ladling out stew. Oh, and the stew, it smelled so wonderful. Before the farmer could stop his feet, he'd walked straight up to the cart. Oh. Oh. And then he heard a voice. What are you looking at? The farmer jumped back, and there was a little man with the pinched eyes and the pinched mouth and the little pinched face. He said, do you want something or not? The farmer said, no, I... Then get out of the way. You smell. And besides that, I've got people who want to buy stew. Get, 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 get. The farmer backed up. Oh, he couldn't buy the stew, but, ooh, he could smell it. <sighs> he felt his pocket, and there was that crust of bread. His stomach was churning. He really wanted that stew, but he knew that if he bought some stew, he wouldn't have enough money left to buy shoe leather or a present for his wife. Then he got an idea. He pulled out that crust of bread, and when the cook opened his stew pot, the farmer waved the bread in the air. Some of that steam and smell soaked into that crust of bread, and when the farmer bit into it, oh, it was quite satisfying. A little warm, had just enough of the smell of the stew in it to make it delicious. The farmer sat and ate that bread, and when he was done, he heard a voice. Well, pay up. The farmer said, what? I said, said the cook, pay up. You took the smell of my stew. I want five silver pieces for that. Five silver pieces, said the farmer, for the smell of your stew. Yep, that's right, five silver pieces, right now, in my hand. The farmer said, but the stew doesn't even cost five silver pieces. That's right, but the smell does. The farmer said, I don't have five silver pieces. Then you're going to be thrown into the dungeons, cried the cook. Bring the guards. This man is stolen from me. Bring the guards. The guards came, and when the cook told them what he was shouting about, well, first they said, oh, this is ridiculous. But some of the people who wanted the cook to look favorably upon them stood behind him and said, the cook is right. The man must pay him. But some of the other people who couldn't quite afford the stew they lined up behind the farmer and said, Oh, come on now. Five silver pieces for smell? They argued and argued until finally no one could decide what to do. The guards took the cook and the farmer before the king. The king listened to both men. The cook said, What am I to do? Just give my wares away. I must make a living. This man stole from me. I told him five silver pieces. He didn't have it. Throw him in the dungeon. The king said, does the stew cost five silver pieces? The cook said, well, no, it doesn't, but the smell does. The farmer said, your majesty, I have only five copper pennies, enough to buy shoes for my children and maybe something nice for my wife. If I give this man all of my money, it still won't be enough. And besides that, the smell is in the air for anyone. Why should I have to pay for something that belongs to no one? The king listened, and then he said, Farmer, I see what kind of man you are, and cook, I see what kind of man you are. Farmer, the cook will not be satisfied unless you pay him, and so you will have to. The cook grinned. It was a pinched grin, but it was a grin nonetheless. Go back to your cart, cook. The farmer will be along to pay you. As the cook left, the king sent a messenger down to the treasure room. He said, The cook asked for silver, but I will see to it that he gets gold. Bring me a five-pound bag of gold. 
the farmer didn't know what to say. He was going to give the cook a five-pound bag of gold? When the messenger came back, the king handed the farmer the gold and said, Take this down to the cook's cart. Take one gold piece out of the bag and tap it up against the cart five times so that he may hear the sound of your money and keep the rest of the gold. The farmer ran down to the cart. By the time he got there, lots of people had crowded around. They wanted to see what the king was going to do. The farmer pulled out a gold piece. The cook's eyes began to shine. And then the farmer tapped the gold piece up against the cart five times. Ting, 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 ting. So that he could hear the sound of the money. At first, everyone was quiet. And then they began to laugh. The farmer put the rest of the money in his belt sash and walked away. Be it fair or be it funny, the man was paid with the sound of money. And that is the story of the wise king, the cook, and the farmer. <laughs> the wise king, the cook, and the farmer. A story told for you by Donna Washington. I'm listening to it not only with you, but also with the Appleseed sound engineer, Carly Robison. Carly, thanks for bringing us that story today. Absolutely. And now my question for you, Sam. What would you have done? Listen, I don't know why I'm saying this out loud, but I am absolutely that guy who needs the T-shirt that says, we'll pay full price for anything, right? Uh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm so bad at bargaining, so bad at, you know, figuring out a clever way to to, to, to get out of something like this, right? Mm -hmm. uh, now, my wife is different. So I, I think what I would do is make sure that my wife was with me. There you go. <laughs> That's tried, a good decision. I tried to buy the smell of the stew, right? Sure. <laughs> it's a lovely story, right, yeah. about, about somebody who – is essentially kind of caught in their own trap, right? Mm -hmm. the, the the cook who makes the stew and wants to charge for the smell. Sure. And uh, and 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 figuring out, fine, if you're gonna play that way, then we'll we'll pay for it with yeah. something intangible like that, right? I think it also just goes to show that when we are doing good things in our life that we can be rewarded, right? I mean right. the king didn't have to give all that gold to the farmer, but he did because he saw that he was a good man who wasn't right. trying to be caught in, you know, the scheme. <laughs> Another thing that, that strikes me as I listen to that story is sometimes I think uh, the world is unfair, but I'm the only one who thinks it's unfair, sure. you know? And, and sometimes it's nice to have another person say, no, that's unfair. You know, sometimes you feel so helpless mm -hmm. before something that seems unfair. Mm -hmm. And for someone like the king to say, no, I get it. This really is unfair. And not only is it unfair, but I'm going to help you. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a love. That's a lovely thing. Sure. And I mean, he says he has that moment where he says, I see what kind of man you are and yeah. I see what kind of man he is. 
and he's he's letting him know like yes you are seen and I understand yeah yeah that is a that is a cool line right mm-hmm. when the king says I, I can see what kind of man you are and I can see what kind of man you are mm-hmm. just by observing the story that each of them has to tell yeah. yeah. Well, it's fun to listen to a story by Donna Washington. And, of course, join us on Thursday for a Tim Lowry tall tale. Tim, of course, is the terrific South Carolina storyteller. Joined us in the Appleseed studio to tell us a tale that will strain believability to the point of breaking. But you'll sure have fun listening to it. A story about a trip to California that you uh, won't want to miss on the, the next Thursday episode of The Appleseed. I'm Sam Payne. And I can't wait to be with you again on The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by The Appleseed.